Welcome to In Conversation, and I've got with me Joe, and uh, Joe is going to introduce himself and tell me a little bit about what you're up to and your interest in coming to Discover Fibre Camp. Yeah, well, uh, obviously my name's Joe, um, uh, by day web designer, um, by night music <laughs> lover and producer and maker and um, manager and um, teacher. <laughs> Music's my passion, um, but web design is where I make my money. Yeah, so that's really interesting that you've got talent to do this web design and you run a, a web company. So for yeah. a long time you run a successful web company called yeah. The Jam. Yeah. And that has been your mechanism for generating your income to put a roof over your head, yeah. to bring in your income to feed yourself. Yes. Um, and I understand you've been very successful at that. It's not too bad, actually. But deep in your heart, your passion, your compulsion to create, you're a musician. I'm a musician at heart, yeah. So how has that journey... Um, developed for you? I mean, you didn't straight away become a web designer. Presumably, no. you're, you know, when did you realise that your your music had to be supported by something? Well, it kind of, they kind of ran side by side. The music started first. Um, we were 18, um, and me and one of my friends, um, Richard McCormack, um, who's partner in my main group, um, he, we basically started making music. Um, it was 1990, I think it was, right about there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we, sent, we sent the first track off, it got sent back to us saying it was rubbish, mm. you know what I mean? It was on tape back then as well. Mm. Um, then we sent another one off, three weeks later, it's number 49 in the charts. Yeah. We're um, known throughout the world. Yeah. Um, and that was our biggest ever selling record. Yeah. I think I've made loads of better stuff since then, yeah. but that was our biggest seller. Um, which always which gave me the kind of um, understanding mm. that you never know what's going to happen with music. There's a really interesting generational thing going on here, I think. I mean, if we sort of expose our ages, you may be slightly younger than me, but I left secondary school in 1988. Yeah. When did you leave secondary school? 88. So we are that generation who have seen, especially music, we have seen the transition from radio tape, four track, yeah. that went to mini disc, to C DAT, yes, to CD. Yeah. And we spent a lot of the late 80s, early 90s going, Oh my God! Which platform? Which yeah, we're using? No, yeah, and I think that that did drive the way you recorded music, but it also transitioned into, I think you know, being able to step into the web arena because you had an understanding of technology. Yeah. And do you think that that had made a difference? Major difference. I mean, I remember buying the first. Um, we were when we first started make well, really making music was on the Atari ST. Okay. Um, way before PCs are kind of available, mm -hmm. and I remember buying a um, 100 megahertz PC with a 16-bit sound card, <laughs> which is probably about this big. It cost two thousand pounds, um, and that was state of the art. Yeah. Um, and one of the guys in our studio, um, Matt, got slightly jealous and nicked one of the LCD lights out the front, <laughs> so it said uh, 99 or something like. Or it didn't actually say 100 on the front because mm. I think his was a 33 yeah. megahertz, and he was just a bit jealous. But we basically started creating our um, own record sleeves, designing our own record centres, mm -hmm. um, flyers for parties, and basically general artwork for all the records that mm. we were putting out. And that's where I kind of got into um, 3D Studio Max when it first okay. came out, the very first yep. 3D Studio Max version 1.1, making circles and loads of nice patterns and stuff. And it is seeing that stuff from the beginning where it was the equipment that you started to bring in to generate the art that you wanted to make. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know... CDs went into we we went along that transition of equipment being what we needed to do our job. Yeah. Whereas I think it's become very shiny and technology and people 
think they need the technology platform to then drive their art. They're, you know, it's kind well, of it was, a little bit. We were, just, we were just lucky at the time. I mean, I remember going, um, just even before this, I remember having to go up to the Genogli Technology mm -hmm. College when it first opened. I think it was Corel Draw One, mm -hmm. um, and I remember <laughs> I remember going up there and being able to make text fit around the circle. Oh yes! And everybody was going, "How did you do <laughs> yes, that?" Yeah. You know what I mean? But it yeah. was literally I had to go yeah. to a college to use the yeah. computers up there for the software because yeah. it was just not available back then. Yeah. Um, well, just the 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 fudging of a drop shadow yeah. by putting a black square behind something and then doing a little offset. Yeah. You were like. That's amazing. Well, these, yeah, but these are all the things we had to do to create them. I know, and then obviously now with um, the CS5 Photoshop, mm. you basically yeah, press a button, it does everything. It. But you had to kind of like yeah. say you had to get a square and then make another square to put yeah. behind that square. So it was music for you when you left. Sort of, I mean, we're going. We very rarely go back to our secondary education. I think when we get to, you know, the in our into our late thirties. But I think there's an issue at the moment with young people coming out of the education system who. You know, we say they've lost their way. It's almost as if they haven't been able to find a path in the first place. Well, I put that down to a lot of things where it's it's not really the teacher's fault, mm. but I put that down to the way the system is with teachers. Okay. Um, because obviously nowadays, I'd say our age group mm. are probably now just about teaching, but we're still we still of an early technical age, and there was a lot of people even at yeah. my age. Um, and my generation who yeah. didn't get into computers um, at, the, at the start. Yeah. So they're teaching computers, yeah. but they're not really teaching yeah. what's now. I mean, when you teach you know, history or language or maths, there's an established yeah. set of knowledge. There's a, there's a rule. There's Whereas rules. I think with, with life skills, and I think what sort of general studies in IT, it is evolving so quick and changing the it landscape. Evolves, it evolves too quickly. Yeah. I mean, teachers, I, think, I find the best teachers are teachers who are still doing what they're teaching about yes um because they're staying up to date with technology yeah um that's one of the reasons why we, mm. we also run like an education company yeah. which i run with um uh, a partner called ryan paul yeah um and one of the things we said is we don't actually want to become teachers because if we become yeah. teachers we stop doing what yeah. we're actually teaching and then we're teaching old stuff i mean there was always that you know the phrase of you know do you, you know, do you go into career or do you try to it used to be those who can do those who can't teach yeah. and i think although it's harsh as it is i think a lot of people who do what they do and want to share their knowledge, you know, that's becoming much more blurred. Yeah. Um, I mean, there are some great um, social technology practitioners. I know, you know, in my network, there's um, Tom Barrett and also um, there's a lady who's working with the educational department, um, Sue Beckingham at Sheffield, who they're not technology people, but they're really exploring technology and how mm. it can be used in schools. And I think some schools are really starting to take off and then you've well, got, got some no, that are just not, so far it's behind. Not, it's not even the schools, it's they've got no choice because the kids are doing it anyway. Right, yes. The kids, are, the kids are, they, they've got to learn because otherwise the yeah. kids will run circles around them. But they're kind of learning without any structured well, it's, direction. It's, it's unstructured because again, the technology moves so quick. Yeah. And the, I mean, even our computer teacher, when we first started mm. at school, and well, it was um, like BBC mm. Model B, I think it was, with Chucky, yeah. I guess, stuff <laughs> like that, you know what I mean? And Elite or whatever it yeah. was. Even even at that stage, he was kind of behind in the times. Yeah. Because um, his knowledge of computers was even way yeah. before that. So he was teaching older stuff, mm. even when this new stuff was coming out. And the kids, even in our class, yeah. were doing stuff which he was just yeah. going, how did you do that? Yeah. And you're in a learning phase, I think, for yourself at the moment, aren't you? Trying to 
do projects. So just tell us a little bit about the projects that you're doing well, at the moment. The one project we're, we're trying to set up at the moment is um, the education arm of um, the music side of what we do, mm -hmm. um, or I would say the media side of what we do, because it's kind of covered, encompasses all things. It's a, kind of geared towards music, but it's music, photography, web design, um, graphic design, the whole kind of shebang, yeah. everything. Um, and one of the projects is back to your education, um, which is the kind yeah. of holding company for that. When do um, people specialise? Because you've just given a very, very broad range of media there, from web to music to design it, to. It all fits into it. All fits into one for me. Yeah. Oh, um, so we're, I, we're, I mean, I do it all anyway. Okay. Um, and so we're back but, into that Renaissance. I say Renaissance well, you just, man. You just, but, you, just, you just back into the creativity. Yeah. I, sometimes it's like yeah. I do my web design as a yeah. day job, as a yeah. job job, but I can't web design every day. Yeah. Because my as a creative, you can't do the same thing every single day. Absolutely. And I always want to be creative. Yeah. Um, and luckily, I do music at the same time. Because you get you just get sucked dry yeah. if you're creating yeah. and creating. Well, you sit there. You, you, really you must have had those days. Even even yeah. writers have these days. Anybody has these days. You sit there and you're just blank. Yeah. But you'll sit there all day. And you and then you'll just go. Well, that was, a waste of, that was a waste of a day. Yeah, you know what I mean. I think you know with with actors, it's you know oh they're resting, and there's a bit of a sort of a, a joke about well they're that's another word for unemployed. But really, I think the way that actors for a long time have been in and out of work constantly. When you're not in work, you are researching and marketing and learning and developing mm. your thought process as a creative. That independent space to develop your next new thought mm. really important well it is because I mean obviously being creative you need to create things all the time otherwise you're not being creative um, yeah. so you have to keep evolving mm. and keep changing and making up ideas mm. and having that kind of idea filing yeah. cabinet where you come up oh you know what I'll put that one away yeah. for another day um, and I'm always doing that um, I always will do that yeah. I find it really interesting to do that I'm always making stuff up to mm. do so you're doing these projects with all this eclectic media base and, yeah. and what's what's the direction what's the outcome of those projects that you do well i mean obviously well obviously it's to continue and, and grow um but also to pass on knowledge um of what we I know like or what yeah. other people know yeah um because when i when i what we do when we make music and especially when we make music um with with people that i know it's kind of like um it's like, like a never-ending race you always want the the person to who's been who you're working with to make something better than you mm. because then you'll go right I've got to make something better than them, and then you yeah. make something. You know what I mean? And it's just and it keeps positive continuing. Positive competition, isn't it? Positive I think competition. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. And quite a lot of when when people in business talk about their competitors, mm. straight away they shut down because they don't want to share their ideas because they don't want someone else to do it first. Yeah, but that's that. I'm not. Luckily, I've not got into that yeah. part of the business now. Yeah. With the kind of creativity and the music side, if you don't want it to be copied or don't want it to be mm. seen, don't do it. Yeah. Full stop. The end. Or if you, know you do I mean? it, you do it well. I mean, I you know recently oh, I've been saying, you know, come together, talk to your in peer in industry peers, you know, no matter what industry it is, because it's not about doing things first. It's about doing them the best. Yeah. Well, it's about doing the best you can. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and I would say that being able to kind of like say create something and have somebody create something better, mm. and you see it being better yeah. is is fantastic. And yeah. being able to put something out there, and if people copy something, it's, mm. it's a compliment because yeah. it's good enough yeah. to be copied. And it's that being the best that makes the person well known, yeah. makes them influential, and then makes them famous and the celebrity. So many people want to miss out the hard work, the generation, the creation, the influence generation. I wish I could. They just, I wish I could. They just say, fantastic. I want to be I'd, famous. I'd be, I'd be loving life, but it ain't going to happen. 
Yeah. I mean, but you never. But this is what I'm saying. You just never know. Yeah. Because the like I say the, with the music, the first track we did, yeah. biggest selling one we've ever done. Yeah. I didn't. I yeah. at the time best thing I've ever done. But I yeah. think I've made better. But the problem is. I can't determine yeah. what other people interpret when that they well, listen to my music. Yeah. Um, so at home on my computer now, maybe a number one record. Yeah. But they may not never be a number one record on me. But I I may think, you know what, that's a number one, but everybody else might hate it. This has been a fabulous and we could talk forever. Hours. I think so. Um, but I think if people are gonna watch it from beginning to end, and I hope you do um, watch through and you've got to hear. Just to finish off, just um, what's your immediate project? And if people want to get in touch with you or listen to stuff you're doing, how can they tap into the things that you're doing? Right, well, I do a radio show every week in Nottingham okay. on uh, Kemet FM, which is 97.5. Um, there's a website there as well. That's um, www.975kemetfm.com. Mm -hmm. um, I also run uh, a music uh, website called Back To You which is backtoyou.co.uk. Mm -hmm. um, that's a remix projects website, but okay. we're kind of changing the, the kind of model of that at the moment. Yeah. Um, we've got backtoyou.org, um, which is the education side, and then it's just Joe Nebula, mm -hmm. uh, J-O-E-N-E-B-U-L-A, at, um, yeah. um, at Facebook. And any projects that you'll be doing will be on those sites? They'll all, all the stuff will be on those sites. And one, we'll one of put the, those one of the in sites. the show notes. Yeah. And I hope you can make use of the studio yeah. and have a play with the green screen yeah, definitely. and make music. Yeah. Thank you so much, Thanks Joe. Thanks for inviting us now.